Hi, and welcome to the Living Room Scripture Lessons. My name is Brad Constantine, and this podcast series is going to be about the book of Genesis. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort has been made to, to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. If you're interested in a deep analysis of the book of Genesis, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy what you hear here, and if you have any questions, you can share, link, and subscribe. Thank you. Hi, and welcome back to the Genesis podcast. This uh, discussion is going to be Genesis chapter 20. Now, this is another incident where uh, Abraham is calling Sarah his sister instead of his wife as he's uh, in, in sojourning in a, in a new land here among a, a new people. Uh, these are not Egyptians, but this is a different country, uh, Philistines probably. Um, but uh, one, I want to ask you, is this uh, was he lying about... Uh, calling her his sister, and uh, why did he do this? Why was it important that this happened? So let's read this now. Abraham, verse 1, chapter 20, verse 1. Abraham journeyed from thence toward the south country and dwelled between Kadesh and Shur and sojourned in Gerar. And Abraham said again of Sarah his wife, she is my sister, and Abimelech, king of Gerar, sent and took Sarah. Now, uh, the, the name Abimelech may mean son of the king. That may be a title then. Um, and, and also perhaps a name, but uh, the, the, the name actually means son of the king. But God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said unto him, Behold, thou hast taken a woman which is not thine own, for she is Abraham's wife. And the Lord said unto him, Thou shalt return her unto Abraham, for if thou do it not, thou shalt die. And Abimelech had not come near her, for the Lord had not suffered him. And he said, Lord, wilt thou slay me and also a righteous nation or an innocent nation? Behold, said he not unto me, she is my sister. And she, even she herself said, he is my brother. In the integrity of my heart and in innocency of my hands, have I done this? So God, seeing his heart, prevents him from committing a serious sin by coming to him at night and telling him what's going on. Verse 6, And God said unto him in a dream, Yea, I know that thou didst do this in the integrity of thy heart, for I also withheld thee from sinning against me. Therefore suffered I not thee to touch her. Now therefore restore the man his wife to him, for he is a prophet, and he shall pray for thee, and thou shalt live. And if thou restore her not to him, know thou that thou shalt surely die, thou and all that are thine. Therefore Abimelech rose early in the morning and called all his servants and told all these things in their ears, and all the men were sore afraid. Then Abimelech called Abraham and said unto him, What hast thou done unto us? And in what have I offended thee that thou, sh that thou hast brought on me and on my kingdom a great sin? Thou hast done deeds unto me that ought not to be done. And Abimelech said unto Abraham, What sawest thou that thou hast done this thing? And Abraham said, Because I thought surely, assuredly, I, I thought, uh, I'm sorry, let me start over. Because I thought assuredly the fear of God was not in this place, and they would they would slay me for my wife's sake. And yet indeed she was my sister. She was the daughter of my father. At the death of Sarah's father, Abraham's father took her into his house and adopted her. She then became Abraham's sister. So he's act, she was actually... Uh, the daughter of Abraham's brother, so that made her his niece. But because uh, her father had died, then she was adopted by Abraham's father, and that made her his. That made her Abraham's sister. Okay, so that makes sense, doesn't it? Uh, but not the daughter of my mother, and she became my wife. And it came to pass when God caused me to wander from my father's house that I said unto her, 
This shall be thy, thy kindness, which thou shalt show unto me at every place whither we shall come. Say of me, he is my brother. And Abimelech took sheep and oxen and men servants and women servants and gave unto Abraham and restored unto him Sarah his wife. And Abimelech said, Behold, my land lieth before thee. Dwell where it pleaseth thee. And, and unto Sarah he said, Behold, I have given thy brother a thousand pieces of silver. Behold, he shall give unto thee a covering of the eyes. And it shall be a token unto all that thou mayest not be taken again from Abraham thy husband. And thus, shall, and thus she was reproved. So Abraham prayed unto God, and God healed Abimelech and his wife and his maidservants, and they bare unto him children. For because of Sarah, Abraham's wife, the Lord had fast closed up all the wombs of the house of Abimelech. And that's the end of uh, chapter 20. Now let me go back and read a few things that might make this a little bit more understandable. Uh, let me read you first about the time that he went into Egypt and did the same thing. Now that time, the Lord told him to tell him that. In this instance, with uh, Abimelech, the Lord does not tell him so to do. The idea that Abraham, the great man of righteousness, deceived Pharaoh in order to protect his own life has troubled many students of the Old Testament. That his life was in danger because of Sarah's beauty seems quite clear. It seems peculiar, but whereas the Egyptian pharaohs had a strong aversion to committing adultery with another man's wife, they had no qualms about murdering the man to free his spouse for remarriage. To kill the husband in order to possess himself of a wife seems to have been a common royal custom in those days. Not saying it's good, but that's just what it was. A papyrus tells of a pharaoh who, acting on the advice of one of his princes, sent armed men to fetch a beautiful woman and make, make away with her husband. Another pharaoh is promised by his priest of his, on his tombstone that even after death he will kill Palestinian sheiks and include their wives in his harem. Abraham could validly state that Sarah was his sister. In the Bible, the Hebrew words brother and sister are often used for other blood relatives. Abraham's nephew is called his brother because Abraham and Haran, Sarah's father, were brothers. Sarah was Abraham's niece and thus could be called sister. The accompanying pedigree chart, I won't, we won't show you that because I can't, uh, but on the pedigree chart it shows the relationship. Even though Abraham was correct in calling her his sister, he did deceive the Egyptians. How can this action be justified? The answer is very simple. His action was justified because God told him to do it. The prophet Joseph taught the following, that which is wrong under one circumstance may be and often is right under another. God said, thou shalt not kill. At another time, he said, thou shalt utterly destroy. This is the principle on which the government of heaven is conducted. By revelation adapted to the circumstances in which the children of the kingdom are placed, Whatever God requires is right, no matter what it, what it is, although we may not see the reason thereof till long after the events transpire. Since God is perfect and does not do anything that is not right, Abraham's act was not wrong. Was not wrong. Let me read you one more thing. This is from uh, Alfred Edersheim, uh, uh, an Old Testament scholar. He says, whether from a dislike to a neighborhood so, lo so lately visited by such judgments, or in quest of better pasturage for his flocks, Abraham left the district of Mamre and traveled in a southeasterly direction where he settled in the territory of Abimelech, king of Gerar, in the land of the Philistines. Abimelech seems to have been a royal title like that of Pharaoh. But in this instance, as we gather from scripture, the possessor of this title was far different from the king of Egypt. In fact, he appears to have been not merely true and upright in character, but to have feared the Lord. Accordingly, when Abraham was once more guilty of the same dissimulation as formerly in Egypt, passing off his wife for his sister from fear for his own life, God directly communicated to Abimelech in a dream 
the real state of matters. Upon this, Abimelech hastened to amend the wrong he had unwittingly so nearly committed. In comparison to the Gentile king, Abraham occupies indeed an unfavorable position. He is unable to vindicate his conduct on other grounds than what amounts to a want of faith. But as God had informed Abimelech, Abraham, despite his weakness, was a prophet, and in that capacity, as already quoted, he suffered no man to do them wrong. Yea, he reproved kings for their sakes, saying, Touch not mine anointed, and do my prophet no harm. I bear testimony that there are times when God asks us to do those things that might be might seem wrong, like the killing of Laban by Nephi in the Book of Mormon. Uh, truly uh, something that would not be otherwise done, but when God commands it, it's okay to do. I bear testimony to the truth of these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. See you next time. Bye.